0: All right. Hello, everybody. It's been nine days since our last episode. Um, And in that time, the A's have won three games. When I wrote this this morning, it was only two, but they've now won three. They are on their first winning streak since last October. And the starters have won two games this season. So that's uh, huge, I guess, um, for game 33. Um, But beyond the on-field misery of the last week, um, there's been a lot to talk about off-field. Since we last spoke, MLB is actively cropping protest signs out of their replay videos in the Coliseum. A new poll shows that statewide support for giving the A's a $500 million public subsidy is uh, down to 41%, which still seems high to me. And if you take the Las Vegas residents out of that and just look at Nevada at large, it is it is quite a bit lower. Um, national media, former players, and even Tom Hanks have been weighing in on how horrible John Fisher is as an owner and how important the A's are to Oakland. Las Vegas and Nevada politicians are publicly criticizing matters of timing and feasibility of the project, citing the fact that there's not enough time left in the legislative session to actually get a bill of this magnitude passed, let alone actually get the legislation through. And there's a serious question as to whether or not John Fisher even has the money to own this team in the first place. As Fisher, it came out uh, this last week. He used the A's as collateral for a five-year loan from U.S. Bank that started back in 2020. And we don't know what the totals are, but he's using the team as collateral, which should be a red flag for MLB, but they don't seem to see red flags. And we don't know how much the loan is for, and it wouldn't be unusual to use a business as collateral for a business loan. That's not unusual. But taken in context of everything else that's going on um, over the last couple of years since that two th- uh, 2020 loan, Um, I think it warrants a deeper look. And there's also rumblings that a Vegas stadium would actually be owned and operated by a stadium authority, much like it is in Oakland. And I haven't seen this mentioned by official channels. And the one that I did see it mentioned by is dubious at best, but if it's true, it begs the question to Fisher and Cabell, what changed? Because they went from, we need a self-owned downtown ballpark development to we'll take a strip adjacent property in a smaller market with no ancillary development and a need um, for third-party financing they, they made that switch pretty quickly so to talk about all of that and whatever else comes up um, we've got norcal Nodders today and benjamin christensen hats and tats and all uh welcome guys <laughs> thanks for joining hey, how us. are you do you, all have up, drinks? How do you have your drinks ready and
1: uh, i've got water
0: <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm a drink <laughs> guy
1: so but i'll be i'll be hyped
0: up no more okay excellent so what are your thoughts folks on everything that's happened since uh so whenever I mean I talked to everyone last week but you haven't been on the show before so what are your thoughts? I want well, you I
1: you go first NorCal. <laughs>
0: uh, that's because you got you got a
1: probably stronger better opinions
2: than I do. But in nah. terms of <laughs> um well I don't know where to start. You 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 gave a smorgasbord of stuff to work with there and and the the lightning rod was the uh the cropping of the signs, right? And the, the right field bleachers and um Boy, that sure ties in to the narrative that whatever whatever they're creating, whatever MLB and this this handshake. So, you know, everybody's got a conspiracy theory, right? What's what's going on and who, what who's working in cahoots with who and the uh, the whole the whole Manfred working with. Uh, yeah. So I, the one I kind of like right now, the 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 uh, conspiracy, I guess, is Manfred's somewhat using the be like uh, to to test the market, right? To, to develop a, a feasibility of, of a major league team there. At the same time, possibly you know building whatever leverage this is, or wh- whatever the hell this monstrosity that they've got. Now, um, it, this whole thing's weird to me because I so I live I live over in the valley. I live over by Lodi, so I, I'm a Kings fan, and I was I was a Raiders season ticket holder, and I'm the Kings. I mean a uh, a season ticket holder every one of them right it left or was going to leave or whatever all the same type of thing the, the raider one was kind of right, right on the wall felt all whatever and then this the 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 king's one was was i mean they were out the door but that that feeling was a lot of this is one of the most odd feelings i've ever had in terms of a team leaving i i don't really know if they're really flailing like they're like they're acting you know what i mean like everybody's saying and so I know I'm kind of going already starting off on a tangent in a way. But what I'm trying to pull it back to is I don't know if they know what they're doing. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, realistically, but I do kind of feel like Manfred knows what's going on. I feel like he has some kind of knowledge of what's going on. That's why he's not saying anything. Um, he's kind of letting it all happen. Just play. Let you, Let them all play. And they all know they can they can reel all back in, right? Oakland, they could probably put it all back together realistically if they needed to, and if they wanted to, they can do something in Vegas. Is how it feels. So I feel like they're just kind of, it's like blow the crap up and 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 see what happens, and and, and then like and then in, in a way they're with that with the cropping out of the signs and everything else. I, I think that's just lightning rods, just to 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 poke and to to. I don't know what they're doing with the fans. I, I don't understand it at all. Because now they're kind of treat us a little bit better, right? They're giving us these package deals for tickets and they're they're trying to get people in the stadium a little bit more. Um I went to that semi bobblehead thing, which I'm a bobblehead guy, but but they had the kids all there with the weather thing and stuff. I mean, that was like 12,000, 13, people there, right? And uh and and then they were I almost can guarantee they're piping in music or sound cheering and stuff like that. Like they're trying to create an environment all of a sudden, but at the same time, Cavill's down being a politician or whatever he's doing and lobbying and all that kind of stuff. So I know this is like a stretch off of what we're kind of, but the the smorgasbord is all one thing. I feel it's all, it's all one pile of steaming dog shit that we're all trying to figure out what to, what to do with the thing.
0: Yeah, I had totally forgotten to add the uh, the ninety nine dollar packages to my list of things because I know that that seems like a good deal. I mean, it is a good deal, and it seems like they're being they're making an effort. But then it also is a middle finger to those those seven or eight season ticket holders that they've got, you know.
2: Yeah. Well, one one thing on that, real quick. I know, but did you see the stipulations on that? No. You 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 have to go start at nine a.m. You have to Mm. request to get your ticket. Well, and if they once that once that fills up. Yeah. So you're not going to get a week. Well, you may get a Saturday game, but, but anyways, so what, what are they doing? You know what I mean? What, what uh, are you going to start treating us? Good? But they did that same thing last year. Remember last year, they started rolling out the bingo on Fridays during the summer. They started rolling. Beginning of the year was nothing. And then as the, the season went, they started treating us good. So, all right. I'll let Ben talk now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, in, in, with everything that's going on in this situation, my frustrations go back to I wanna say <clears throat> I think it was what, twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. Lou Wolf was still owning the team. And the biggest red flag that came to our attention first was the fact that on the scoreboard, they started eliminating the word Oakland out of the out of the <laughs> entire team identity. Right. So it's not to say that like this is a, a new revelation that that A's fans have been dealing with. Like this is something that's been going on for a while. And granted, the fact that Wolf's been gone for, you know, X amount of years, but the whole situation as far as how Wolf got into the picture to begin with, along with Fitcher, was just because of the fact that he and Bud Selig were college roommates at University of Wisconsin. And and that really kicked the kicked this whole thing off. And, and you know, after Wolf left, all of us were happy. And then, of course, Dave Cavall comes in and, you know, this whole, you know, knight in shining armor, you know, face man, pitch, et cetera. Um, and then Ken or Chris Giles, you know, of course, you know, comes in with the uh, the access pass, really butters up the fan base. And, you know, with that Cavall, especially coming from the soccer program of the San Jose Earthquakes, like everything just kind of seemed shady about that to begin with. So I I haven't liked Cavall since day one just because of all that. And in much in the same sense, and I'm I'm sure this has been brought up multiple times, you know, whether it's on here or whether it's other media outlets and such, you know, Caval was brought in with the Earthquakes to, you know, build the fan base up much in the same way that he was for the A's. And the whole stipulation with the Earthquakes was, hey, we need a new stadium. Once we get that, we're going to start putting money into the payroll. We're going to be competitive, et cetera, et cetera. And the reality that happened with that was they got their new stadium. And the Earthquakes haven't finished above, what, 12th place <laughs> at all, the entire existence of that new stadium? Yeah. So here we are getting fed the same BS story from Caval. And, you know, we'll say Fisher in a sense, but obviously he's not coming out in public and really say anything because Caval is just the mouthpiece for all that. Um. But for me, what, what really pains me is the fact that, you know, the day that all this broke out was I was going on a, a small vacation to Vegas. And literally the second I landed is when the news broke about this. But I didn't find out about it till an hour later because my phone died and I was together with my wife. And she had asked me, you know, while I left my phone in the hotel room, it's like, oh, hey, have you heard anything about what's going on at the A's? I'm like, no. What are you talking about? Oh, here, check it out. And she showed me her phone and I'm reading the whole thing. And from what she told me is I went from like this big smile on my face to like a family member died all within a matter of seconds as I'm progressing through this because she hadn't read it or she didn't really have an understanding as far as what was going on. And I hand it back to her and I'm like, look at this, read this, you're not going to believe it. And so, you know, here we are or here, yeah, here I am physically in Vegas and this news gets announced. I'm back in the hotel room at this point looking out the window and I can see the exact spot where the stadium that they're talking about is being built in. And it's just like, how does this keep happening over and over to A's fans specifically, uh, but then more importantly to Oakland sports fans in general? Because um, the one thing I kind of go back with the, with Oakland sports fans in general is outside of the California Golden Seals, which were, you know, what, done in about three to four year time period before they moved on. And then now the Oakland roots with soccer, Oakland has never really had a start in Oakland sports team identity. The A's from Philly to Kansas City to here, Golden State Warriors, same thing, Philly to San Francisco, San Diego, then back to San Francisco, then to Oakland, now back to San Francisco, and then the Raiders. I, I would, yeah, that's probably like the best example of it. So, uh, Raiders starting in Oakland, almost moved to Portland back in the the late sixties. Then they moved to L.A. in the 80s, then back to Oakland and now in Vegas. And so the city of Oakland is continually being jilted by all these sports owners. And, you know, especially in the case of Fisher, where on paper, the man allegedly has, you know, two billion plus dollars because of his inheritances and because of his controlling stake and gap, etc. And you mean to tell me that this guy? Despite the fact that they own the plot of land at the Coliseum, which cost them, what, 150 million bucks? You can't do something with that, let alone find even another plot of land. And I'm not necessarily just Howard Terminal, but just anywhere within Oakland city limits to build a stadium with your own money. Like, come on, dude, get out of here with that.
0: Well, that's the thing that that bugs me is this was supposed to be it was like a seven billion dollar project to Howard Terminal. Then it was a 12 billion dollar project. And it was all going to be privately financed, except for whatever little bit of money they needed from Oakland that was going to be covered with these tax districts and stuff like that. But now all of a sudden in Vegas, where everything's supposed to be cheaper, it's an easier plot of land to deal with. You don't have to deal with marine uh, 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 interests and land interests and city interests and state interests and all that stuff. You just got to deal with that plot of land. Yep. Right. So it's supposed to be easier, it's supposed to be cheaper because you're not going to have to deal with as much bureaucratic red tape. And then all of a sudden he needs more money from Vegas than he needed from Oakland. Yeah. So what 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 changed? And you're not getting and it turned, it went from a 12 billion dollar project to one and a half billion.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they don't have they're not going to have the space to do the hotels and condos and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's what gets me. And that's what going back to what you said at the top, uh, about uh mlb using the a's as kind of a scout for expansion i've been saying that for two years now that i always thought that it was it was a two two two-sided sword you use it to leverage oakland into into giving you what you want and you're also getting the uh the uh the legwork done for expansion yeah two two birds one stone every everything works out great and i think with with what's going on now, it might, you could still make the argument that it is still the same because of the way they're going about it's because it's such a different project than it would have been in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And it's like why that's changed all of a sudden, maybe that's changed because they, they're they not interested in building there. They're, they're, they are still interested in can we get half a billion dollars out of the city so that we can get an expansion team there, you know, whatever the case is, yeah. but the the whole way that everything has shifted feels very fishy to me
2: go ahead uh, do you think do, i'm sorry I, I i have an honest question for both of you I, okay the whole thing right now is he the theory is he doesn't have the money right or there's a there's a theory out there i mean i mean how much validity do you guys feel that 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 is to that
0: i mean if you look I, at gap stock prices yeah over the last <laughs> couple of years yeah
1: I mean, I can also say I, I doubt Fisher has the liquidity to be able to pull right. it off. I was gonna say on paper, he's worth, you know, X right, million right. dollars. Right. But I go I also go back to you know pre-2012 with the with the Florida now Miami Marlins and how <laughs> Jeff Loria swindled the entire city of Miami into building a one plus billion dollar stadium in Little Havana a place that has no reason to have any kind of a sports facility, even though the Orange Bowl was there, like, numerous years ago and since moved out because of the fact that, you know, whatever the name of where the Dolphins play, I keep wanting to call it Joe Robbie, but it's not. And that's in Miami Gardens, which is a good stretch down the highway to begin with. And so I feel like Fisher and company are basically trying to swindle either Vegas or the city of Oakland and basically doing a very similar scenario because of the fact that it's just like, well, hey, if I can pocket as much money out of this as possible and get these other people to pay for it, I'm going to go down that rut as much as they possibly can.
2: That's what I think. I think he's trying to get free development out of this thing. Totally. That, that's and and I don't think he had. I don't think he ever. I think he asked for the shot for the what is it, shoot for the moon and or reach for the stars and whatever. I think that's what he did with Howard Terminal. Personally, I think he asked for the whole thing. All of a sudden, it started coming together. I don't think he had the way to do it. I don't think he had a way to develop no. it. The money no. and stuff. Resources. The true
0: parallel the true parallel. I mean, he wasn't paying for it anyway, but he can't. I think he's but, at a but, point now that he can't get the financing he needs. He's over-leveraged. He's got exactly need, he's got two loans out. He's got a team that's hemorrhaging money in his terms, you know. Right. Uh, revenue share could be drying up if they don't get a deal soon. I think he's just so over leveraged that he won't be able to get the financing. And even this deal in Las Vegas this binding deal that they keep talking about is only binding. If he can get the 500 million from the state. Yeah. That's the, it's, it's it's contingent on getting that money. And without that money, he doesn't, he's not in a binding deal. And he also can't get the financing for the other billion that it's going to take to get this thing done.
1: Good. I hope he doesn't.
0: The (laughs) the real, (laughs) the real parallel path here. If you wanted to split and being like, you know what? It's not getting done. We biffed on Laney. We're gonna to have to. We're gonna have to do. We to, to do two directions here. The real parallel path would have been the current site. You yeah. Know, we're putting. We're putting ninety five percent into Howard Terminal. That's where we want the park. That's where we've got. It's all drawn out. We've got the plans. We've got the vision for Howard Terminal. But just in case it doesn't work, we our plan B is right where we are. We'll build in the parking lot. We'll get it done and you know, a shorter time and we'll make it something special. That would have been the parallel path. Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, what do you guys, what do you guys feel in regard to the Laney situation? Because the more I look back on that, I feel like it was a situation, you know, much in the same sense of how we're terminal. It's just like, let's pick a location, see how far we can get with it because we know we're going to get shut down by all the people in the area. And especially by the school. I mean, not to say that Laney college is a school, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, (laughs) all parties that be are basically going to, you know, like, no, 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 vote this down, et cetera, et cetera, which is exactly what happened. So Howard terminal of course becomes, you know, the next cog in this entire storyline. And so help me out here. How did all the housing development and stuff come into the part of the package with this? That's the one thing I, I, I keep forgetting about.
0: Well, like with Howard terminal, they needed the, they needed to build around it so that it made money. Right. So that, that was the whole thing is it was going to become this whole real estate thing. Um, so that it would be making money 365 days of the year instead of the 81. And then the city of Oakland has rules and laws that you have to follow when you're doing a development, which, you know, had uh, stipulated like how many, um, low income homes you had to build and stuff like that in the, into the area. And there was some contention, I guess, with, with how many low income things the A's were going to have to pony up and all that kind of stuff. But just like Laney, they they announce Laney, it's a done deal. This is our site. This is this is the only site in Oakland that will work. Okay. They come out and they announce it, and then it all falls apart. They 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 shot it out prematurely. They didn't have any kind of due diligence or backing or anything. Um, so that that blows up in their face. You look at Vegas, this was they're supposedly two or three days away from announcing that uh the A's in Oakland have bridged a lot of the gap and they're down to like the last 75 or $80 million that they've got to come up with on this thing that was supposed to come out on Friday or whatever on Wednesday night, they announced this and it was leaked to the media with a quote from Dave Cavill in the the article. (laughs) So that's, I think what they've done in Laney is the exact same thing they've done in Vegas where they've come out, they've made this big proclamation. We're done with Oakland. We're in Vegas. And then they were not banking on Vegas coming out and going, Whoa, whoa, whoa! You haven't even asked us for the money yet, and they Correct. went banking on Oakland. Going fine. Let us know when you get a new owner, and we'll be we'll be back to the table. So both <laughs> both places called their bluff because they've got a history of not being able to follow through on these things. So both places called their bluff, and now they're essentially they've they've lost all their leverage in both negotiations. Why does Vegas feel they need to hurry to deal with this when they know if they just kick the can down the road, they'll get an expansion team either way. 100%. Right, they're either going to get the A's or they're going to be top of the list for expansion. Yep. And Oakland can say, "Well, you're going to be homeless in two years, so <laughs> you you tell us what we're what you're going to do." You know, they're not going to play ball with this anymore. But they just—it's yeah.
1: just—and I, I doubt the Giants are going to allow them to play at Oracle Park.
0: Right. No, <laughs> right. No way. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they
1: have given up all leverage.
2: I, I I don't understand, and they still act like they have leverage,
0: but they don't. <laughs> that's because mean... that's because they're idiots. It's they, it's they are they are it's, I, it's it's you've got I've said this a thousand times and <clears throat> nobody who I respect has ever given me an argument that tells me I'm wrong. You'll get somebody that's like, no, nope, they're geniuses because I want the A's in Vegas. Yeah, get out of here. You're not part of this conversation. Right. Let let the <laughs> talk. But they they I've said you've got one guy who has inherited all of his wealth yep. and has managed to screw a lot of it up. Gap stock is down. He's got the 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 laughing stock of the MLB. He's got the laughing stock of the soccer league, right? So he's not good at that. And then you've got a guy that's like just a, the definition of Peter Principle. He was probably pretty good at <laughs> marketing or something. And so they kept promoting him until he's the president of a team, and now he's the president of a small soccer team in San Jose. So they're like, hey, you know what? Let's let's move you over to the two billion dollar business, and just give you the keys. You know, and it's like you might hate Lou Wolf, but he actually knew how to play the game. He didn't get anything done, you <laughs> know, and, and he wasn't particularly great for Oakland. Be, be, I mean, he was going to keep him in the Bay, but he wasn't necessarily great for Oakland. But he knew how to manage a business of this magnitude. Yeah. And I and think that's the just, weird
1: thing. I was kind of go back with Lou Wolf and thinking about it. And it's just like the fact that the fir- the farthest away that he wanted to move the A's was San Jose. Right. And, and, and I mean, it, and it's painful to hear that because, you know, Oaklanders are just so accustomed and, and, and so, you know, smitten by by the A's franchise that, you know, it, we're, we're only talking about, you know, 45 minutes to an hour down the road. And it's just like, it's, it's really not that far. And especially based on how willing Warrior fans have been since the team moved to San Francisco to just go over there. And to me, I hate going over there. Like, I'm not <laughs> a Warrior fan by any stretch, but I still hate going to San Francisco to watch a game.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is, you know, and moving them to Fremont, people would have gone because Fremont was at least East Bay. That would so work too. Yeah. You say it was the same county, same, you know, geographical, you know, you're not moving to the South Bay or the peninsula. You could have gone out to Pleasanton, Dublin. That still would have been East Bay right on the yep. same freeway, the same Bart line, right? But then to say to go to Vegas after you have spent, five years doing all this rooted in oakland nonsense and it's more than a slogan and all this bs right and so you have sat here and and marketed off and tried to cultivate a real homer uh uh pride right it's not that you're a fan of the a's we are oakland right even if you don't even live in oakland you are oakland fans and then you're going to say but they'll follow us to vegas bull why would they why would we follow you to vegas You know, you they of all people, if they knew at all what they were doing, they of all people would know that this is this is not the kind of the fan base that's just going to blindly follow them around. We will write off baseball before we go to Vegas.
1: Well, even more importantly with that, it's just like the A's don't really have much of a fan base outside of Oakland. Right. And I don't I don't mean that. I mean, there are A's fans out there, but it's just like not in the sense of like Los Angeles that still has mounds and mounds of raider fans i mean because the whole you know moniker of raider nation and that expands across the planet i mean hell in spain you can buy raider gear uh at uh fc barcelona uh, stadium i can't remember what the actual name of the stadium is so the a's aren't of the the same caliber as as the warriors or of the raiders or of, of anything else that has any potential of like having any kind of a, a build in, in Las Vegas.
0: Well, and baseball or uh, football and basketball are different giants than baseball right. is too. You know, people will travel to, uh, they'll plan their weekend around a football game. Cause there's one no. a week and it's no. always around the weekend. And I can make a long weekend in Vegas to go see my team play the Raiders or whatever. Yeah. But that's not going to be the case on a Wednesday day game in May against the Baltimore Orioles. There's that's going to be a 5,000 seat, you know, uh, ballpark
2: no yeah. well and 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 they keep talking about the influx of people the 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 uh tourists right but I, I, the a's versus royals like you said on a wednesday is not gonna not gonna draw 15 20 30, 000 people it's not i i don't care you're not gonna go off you went to vegas to go to vegas right you didn't go there to go watch the a's and royals play a, a day game or whatever but you didn't you don't
0: I did yeah. a thing I did some math crunching this morning and I ended up tweeting it I was going to save it for the tonight and I ended up tweeting it out. But <laughs> they they're saying they're going to have they're going to bring in 400,000 people to Vegas right. who wouldn't normally come to Vegas, right? This is good, which is a 1% increase on their tourism. 1%, 400,000 people, which comes out to less than 5,000 p- people a game.
3: Yeah. So right. they
0: are either they're either thinking we're going to average 5,000 people a game. You know, or they're thinking we're going to get 20,000 people on Saturdays and Tuesdays are just going to be empty. They're thinking yeah. one of those two things. But why would any casino in that area, if you take all those people, right, let's say there's 20,000 adults over the age of 21 there every every day for 81 games. That is hundreds and hun- millions of hours that those people are not in casinos and bars on the strip.
1: Correct. Million. which is supposed
2: what? to pay for the thing right that district then, which is yeah. supposed to pay for that and stadium? then you
0: take if you take the same uh model that the raiders have which is about a dollar fifty for every room that gets rented in vegas it's about a dollar fifty charge that goes to offsetting that 750 million they paid for that stadium if you did that for the a's the exact same deal all right if you only taxed the people that they were bringing to Las Vegas, those four hundred thousand people, it would take them eight hundred and forty years to pay back, this <laughs> 000, right? And that's not how it works, obviously. You know, like they're they're they're, they're taxing everybody because the, the house will always win, right? But if you only take that, so that's the 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 added value that the A's are bringing to this is an eight hundred and forty year investment. <laughs> <laughs> to take people out of the casinos for tens of millions of hours every year.
2: Good I mean, off of the Strip, into an area, then you got to go back to the Strip to 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 go back, right? Because it's yeah. across the highway there. I mean, area is not going to be... You're not going to hang out over there. I, a no friend of mine, you're not going to hang out after a game. You're going to go back to the casino, right?
1: And, and they over there, I develop... got the Rio and the Palms, and it's just like, that's still a hell of a walk to get to from where, where right. they're setting
0: up. Right, right. Uh, it's it's just it. And then so I don't understand why anyone in Vegas wants this this way. No. You uh, know, I can see why they would want expansion, because with an expansion team, the casinos will get in on the expansion. You know, yeah. they'll probably they'll probably get an ownership stake or something as local owners. They're going to get in on it. But as a relocation, there, I don't see any upside for the casinos. I see no upside for the taxpayers in Nevada or the legislatures that are going to have to go up for reelection after giving over a billion dollars to two different teams to, to move there. There's no benefit to the A's other than they can just finally be done with the stadium talk, but they're going to be starting with a zero fan base. You know, so you're going to have to build that from scratch. You do not have the people in charge to, to build a team from scratch.
2: So don't you I have just, the players. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Then you have the product. You know what I mean? The product's not even good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, people keep talking about, oh, they did that on purpose so that they could make a case for relocation. Well, that's stupid because if they were if they were tanking this team to make a case to go, look, we can't survive in Oakland. Then that's a dumb, short sighted way to do it, because you're also saying we're going to be taking garbage to Vegas. Yeah, you know, because they're not all of a sudden just we're going to go, oh, we got a deal for some land. We're going to get Chapman and Olsen back. It's not going right, to happen. Right,
2: right,
1: right. I think it's going to be a very similar scenario uh, to what happened in Chicago, like when the Blackhawks didn't want to have a network TV deal because of the fact that they wanted to bring, you know, if you're going to watch a game, come to the stadium and watch the game. And then during that time period, I mean, this is ta- we're talking about like late 90s, early 2000s, and the Meyer League team that was in Chicago was actually outdrawing the Blackhawks. So moving this team and then the fact that they're still considering keeping the aviators as their triple A team, this is going to be a scenario where the aviators will definitely outdraw whatever the A's try to build in. Granted, first couple games in a brand new stadium, you're always going to have fans kind of packing it because it's it's brand new. It's shiny. It's whatever. But then once people kind of realize what the product is, it's just like, no, why would we rather, why do we watch this when we can watch the up and comers, you know, in Sutherland just down the way?
0: So, we've got some people. Yeah. we got a bunch of people in the chat now. I'm going to get some of them in here. Oh, oh. We got Jay Zah says the Rangers built globe life on the bones of Arlington Park. The A's could have done that and built a Hall of Fame and museum like in St. Louis.
2: Absolutely. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yep. Yep.
0: And it would have been fine. And you have so much infrastructure there with the, the freeways and the uh, BART and the Amtrak and everything. There would have been work to be done. You know, the Hell, roads need to be cleaned ride up. Bridge. Yeah, those yeah. roads need to be cleaned up. The Bart Bridge <laughs> yeah. needs to be better, all that. But it would have been a fraction of the cost. Yeah. Um, Mark Nicola says, this is a room full of goats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here too, guys. Mark's um, awesome. yeah. Uh, Jason also said, this was when we were talking about the earthquakes. Matthias was like Bob Melvin for the earthquakes. He turned Fisher's crap into gold. They have been writing off of Billy Bean and, and uh, Dave Force Genius, To make him, because they're good at their jobs, he got away with this a lot longer than he should have. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody, I don't remember if I said it on this show or not, but I was talking to somebody and I said, what if all of this um, tanking was not so much John Fisher or Dave Cavill saying, we don't have the money to do this, but David Force and Billy Bean going, you know what? I'm done with this. The next owner will hire us to, Let's let's show these people what we can do with forty million dollars or whatever the payroll is now. That's honestly a
1: scenario I never really thought about. Cause I mean, the last couple of years especially, I just become more and more enraged at at being enforced just because of just like what the situation is. And I mm-hmm. get it, like Fisher's not gonna give them more money to do anything, but it's just like at the same time, it's just like like who are these guys you're getting? And then you got a guy like Rooker who's just blown up. It's like, yeah. like, Damn it! Now I can't be mad about this anymore. Yeah, and they've
2: got was they one. scored Ruiz. Well, Ruiz is going to be pretty. I mean, he's yeah, coming across true. pretty special. I like yeah.
0: him. Um, I, Timothy here says, uh, "I'll go see the opening of Howard Terminal before I ever go up the street to see the Las Vegas Cavils." He's
2: he's from Vegas. He's yeah. he's a he, I know him pretty well.
0: Um. What are the chances that the A's will relocate to Las Vegas? <laughs> I say right now fifty-fifty.
1: I I go thirteen <laughs> percent.
2: <laughs> I I think it's less than I think it's less than fifty percent. I do. I, I I don't think they have any. I, I don't know. I don't know. But okay. So what about this this whole funding? Right, they have to have everything in by July. But then I've also on the other hand, you know, with um, with Casey Pratt talking, they can hold a special session. Right. I know they don't right. want to. But they can, right? So, I, the guidelines, I mean, the timelines aren't that, they're significant, but not concrete, right? Basically. Mm
0: -hmm. But you got to, if you take, if you take COVID out of the equation, the A's are still like three years ahead in Oakland than they are in Las Vegas. Correct. So, even, I can't, I, and I'm not a land developer or anything like that, but I can't imagine that Las Vegas, uh, the process in Las Vegas is four years faster than it is in California. Well, you know, condomin-
2: condominium project they built there and strip took forever when they yeah. were doing that. Remember yeah. that big condo project? That seemed like it took a long time. So, so they have been working exactly on the stuff.
1: freeways there for the last decade. So I
0: don't
1: <laughs> right. see how this is going to work any faster. <laughs>
0: so, the reason I say 50, 50 is because of what we talked about earlier, that because there's no leverage on either side, they are basically yeah. starting at zero as far as negotiating with either city, they've got more legwork done in California as far as like EIRs and and legislation passed and all that, and they've cleared a lot of the lawsuits that would that would be uh, or all of them maybe at this point that would be roadblocks. But they're still, as far as Oakland the city is concerned, they're basically starting from scratch there. So I think it's a flip of the coin. Whichever city um, bucks first, I think is going to blow it for for them. Yeah.
2: So, so what happens in 2024 when revenue sharing is up and they have no deal, nowhere, nothing. I mean, what's going to happen? I don't understand it. I, I mean, hope it
1: for, I hope it forces Fisher to sell because the fact that if he has no steady income coming in, right. Especially when he doesn't have exactly have any money going out, then that's really going to clamp him up. That's what I'm hoping for. It, too. If,
0: it, if it gets down to that, that, that's his last real asset of any value and he's not making the money he thinks he should be making on it. I, I can't see any i I can't see a scenario where if, if uh revenue share is drying up in January, I can't see a scenario where baseball isn't telling him in December, you got to go dude. Yeah. You know, like don't, don't even wait around for spring training. Like you've got to get this done. And, and you know, I don't know if it still holds, but Lake has had an, an open standing offer for years apparently. So I don't think it would be too tough to, uh, to get a new ownership group together in the Bay Area,
1: I feel like there's going to be some other groups that are going to be coming out of the woodwork as well, and and good. I mean, I don't nothing against Um, uh, I mean, because at least we know he's going to keep the team in Oakland. He can obviously yeah. afford it, but I would still like to see other. You know, what other groups are out there at least interested to not only keep the team in Oakland, but it's just like okay, if you take ownership of this team, like what are you going to do with it?
0: Yeah. Timothy says, it is currently impossible to find a route to work without construction. Nevada State flower is the traffic cone. See? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: I, I also think that, I think Fisher made a mistake or something. You know when he bought all shares of the A's? I know that was kind of like, I a mean, good investment. But now he has no capital, no re- capital resources, right? He's almost introvert, right, in, in a way. If, I mean, he's nowhere to be found. Maybe he is in these exclusive things. I think him being an introvert part is, is destroying him. You know what I mean? And he got capital out there, or, or whatever, out got there, you know, yapping away like crazy. He's but the craziest one to me. But even Dave. he,
0: even he, if for the, like the last year now has been by his standards, relatively silent.
2: Oh, you know, oh he'll, very.
0: He'll do the occasional quote in a newspaper or whatever, but he is not, you know, there's been like five tweets this season and it's all just been like, I am at the game. Yep. hashtag <laughs> athletics and that's it there's you know the days of being like hey how come there's no hot dogs in section 412 and right, him just right, delivering right. you a hot dog those days are gone you know <laughs> right, like right. He, he has checked out and i in and, and that's been going on since last season even but
1: i i know and and with that in regard to his tweeting i go back to a few years back I actually it was 2019 with the uh the knights in the uh the stanley cup playoffs and him sending that tweet about that and just how hard he got buried for even (sighs) that little thing because it's like in our heads it's like well we know what you're doing man like why why are you doing this now especially with the a's in the postseason and granted with wild card and that ended horribly for everybody except for tampa (laughs) bay but
0: yeah but that's the thing is you get the impression that they think they're being genius and then, oh. and then nobody else sees what's going on. Like the other oh. twenty nine ownership groups in this in this league aren't looking at this and going, "Yeah, we know why you're not spending money. We yeah. know why you're just on the dole of MLB profit or revenue sharing all this time. We know what you're doing in Vegas. We're not stupid." But they seem to think they're pulling the wool over everybody's. And this is specifically Cavill because, like you were saying, Fisher's been. He's, it's like having Howard Hughes as a as an owner at this point. He's just a right, rich right. guy recluse, you know. So him but, going
1: to Vegas actually makes sense
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: no, add a yeah to the museum I, I agree with you I it, it's it's I don't know I I think that's it they think they're so much smart I think calvin thinks he's so much smarter than everybody just unbelievably smarter than everybody
0: well there was a report that came out I think about a week ago that that basically said that he is rubbing uh, Nevada legislatures the wrong way because he's going around thinking that he's the smartest guy in the room yeah. you know i worked for a president and i run i run a the baseball team and all this kind of stuff and it's saying like, yeah that doesn't mean much to these people no <laughs> yeah. you know when well, they, they see- they're the ones
2: that can pay your wages you know yeah and, I mean? and and
0: they see they see guys in your position or higher every single day of their job so why would they be so impressed with uh, you coming in here and go hey I'm the president of the poorest team in baseball <laughs> they' have a whole job yeah
3: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I want to go back to what you were talking about a second ago because this kind of ties into your opening statement in regard to MLB just kind of like washing over all the protest signs that are going on and such like that. And it's just at the moment, the all the other owners are basically kind of adhering to you know whatever the A's are doing. Like nobody in any kind of front office is really saying anything. The Giants made a statement about a week ago, and it's just like all of us kind of deep inside were just like. At least I did. I said I said it was bullshit because of the fact that it's just like for so many years, the Giants have just been, you know, kind of waiting for this moment and interfering with any plans oh, yeah. that the A's have. And so it's just like it was so disingenuous for them to say that, and especially during the timing. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, the Barry wouldn't be the same without the A's being here. It's just like, dude, you, bullshit, man. You we bailed your asses out back in the 90s.
0: You could have powered the lights at the Coliseum for a full game off the energy of eye rolls when the ace fans, were <laughs> the you know, it's like, get out of here. You are financing the opposition to Howard terminal. Absolutely. You know? But tell me again, how it's just crucial that the Ace stay. give me a break.
1: Yeah. But then again, like the other 27 or so owners are just like, sorry, 28 owners are just in the dark. Nobody, nobody's really saying anything about this. And I mean, granted, all those guys have way more liquidity than than Fisher and company does. And so it's just like, I don't get it. I mean, it's to me, it's it, it feels more like the NFL in regard to, you know, the good old boys club that's kind of going on here, except it's not. I mean, none, none of these owners really have much in common other than the fact that they're they're all rich as hell, at least with the NFL. It's just like there there is definitely more camaraderie that goes beyond yeah. anything that goes on the football field. So. It's just and it's just weird. And then, yeah, going back to doctor video footage of, you know, <laughs> what the fans in Oakland are doing and how much Major League Baseball is covering up. And especially like people behind social media accounts that are the, are the ones that are taking all the fire, uh, much in the same sense where it's like the A's are looking for a new social media manager. And it's like I can't say I blame them for lo- leaving because the yeah. fact that they're taking all the heat just for being in control of the talking points of anything social media wise and they're not the ones that are like doing anything uh which is like for me personally why I don't tweet at you know the actual sports accounts because it's like no I'm mad at Caval. I'll tweet his ass because fuck him and Chris wrote a Twitter account then I do the same thing because those are the people responsible not some 20 something year old running a social media account for a sports team it's like leave them out of this
0: uh, it drives me nuts when you tweet something and you specifically don't add the 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 tag and somebody in the comments will just be like at athletics i'm like first off they see it because everybody's retweeting it or whatever they see right. these posts but yeah like you were saying it's like this is some college kid probably or you know somebody that's just trying to do their job they have nothing no, they don't have John Fisher's ear. They're not reporting to Cavill every week about who's who said what on social media. Like they, these are just people doing a job. Yeah, you know.
1: And and, and that's what I do for a living is social media <laughs> yeah. for a company. And I get called out by name anytime something goes wrong with that company. It's like I didn't do shit. I don't have any ownership in this company. Like, what are you talking about? I have a
0: password. That is the limit to my powers. Is I have a yeah. password. <laughs> So um, the Bobble Foo says, "What do you, uh, what do you guys think about the bobbleheads being given out this year?"
2: <laughs> he he came up he came up with us the last the third last Thursday he came up and went to a game with it. But the whole joke on that is the, the A's are selling bobbleheads. I mean, a special ticket. So you have to pay thirty bucks to get your bobblehead. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was the last one. There's and then the one coming up is going to be thirty bucks. The other two giveaways are garbage. But, I mean, they're okay, but what
1: well, like I, I guess- gonna say? What are the bobbleheads this year?
0: One um, more kate, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, this okay. is the kata. It's a Mandalorian for May the 4th for Star Wars. This is the one that just came out on May 4th. It, it's cool. Next one is gonna be Groot, uh, ba- or, yeah, Groot for the uh, Guardians, which is really cool. The base on that one's pretty cool. This is uh this is Kotze's. okay. Uh and then um and then uh the Groot one's That's cool. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, basically, this thing costs 30 bucks, by the way. You, you had to buy a special ticket to get this
1: that's insane that's nuts. Uh,
2: I know but they are selling for more than that but anyways um the, the group one's cool because it actually has the the Oakland base the the tree you know how the like Oakland edition, and all that stuff that tree and the, and the city um it has that on the base which is pretty neat but the other ones coming out are, I mean Captain Marvels coming out I, I don't even know anything about Captain Marvel there's no players because we don't know I, I, yeah, at least we could have got like, like a, a Langleyers or, or, or a Rooker R- R- or something, but they're yeah. putting zero effort in to do any
0: of that. So. You know your, your franchise is in bad shape when the manager gets – when the what's his second or third <laughs> season and he gets a bobblehead? <laughs> that you know you don't have players on your payroll that are going to this, attract. It's this the
1: first one in four years, by the way. That's nuts. I, yeah. yeah, and that was the other thing. It's just like I, I, I'm trying to remember the last time there was even a bobblehead that was done, and so – my God.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's my world. Is the bobblehead world? But yeah, I know. You don't say. <laughs> well, but the good thing is, so like I, I make them too. So we have Chris Davis and Gallego coming in June, and we're gonna do. I'm doing bobbleheads for them, and doing the, they're gonna be around. So that's cool. They're coming back awesome. to the area. Ben Grieve, I got Ben Grieve to come to a game this year. He's coming in the in the summer. So. Really. Yeah. I, oh, yeah I love the dude i I big all these guys I, I, they're amazing people we're doing one with Mike Norris we're doing another one with Mike Norris to do uh he raises money for his inner uh inner city baseball leagues and stuff like that so it, it, it's super cool I will tell you right now so this is my opinion of all the stuff going on Oakland A's is like a fraternity right the players come back and they act like the the vibe and the and the, the and, and these guys now these old players come back. I, like, I can text Mike Gallego right now talk to him. And, and he's like, it's all because it's Oakland. You know what I mean? It, it, it all comes back and it's all a core. All these guys that feel, even the old players, that feel the same way as we do as fans. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a fraternity. We are the far, part of the fraternity. It's
0: crazy. Well, because you, you make their experience on the team special. You know, like those guys in the bleachers and, and all the traditions that are wrapped up in that team that go back for... Back to the 70s, you know, back to the crazy yeah. George days, practically, you know, it's like it makes something special that they don't get in any of the other places that they play, even though they're making more money and bringing home rings. They're not getting that daily experience. They're not getting that exciting crowd on a Tuesday night. Yep. The <laughs> DAs used to have, you know.
3: Yeah,
1: actually, one, one thing I will say in regard to as we're talking about former players. Uh, former players that are still currently playing in the league, stepping up like Chris Bassett, Matt Olson. Yeah. uh, Yeah. A bunch of other dudes who are just flat out saying like how much of a travesty it is that the A's are even considering leaving. And obviously this isn't the players on the A's when we, when you use the moniker, the A's are leaving. It's A's front office is talking about leaving. (laughs) Um, I, I think it's, I think it's always important to, to to solidify this goes this goes back to the social media discussion where it's like it's not the person running. The I, age, agree, the I agree. I agree. I agree. Doing it, it's
0: yeah. But, well, it's like, uh, but Bassett no, Bassett's comments yesterday the day before were the best of any of them. I think fantastic. He was, he was straight up like, yeah, they they've been saying this forever. Yeah. It's still a stupid idea then, and it was a stupid idea now. <laughs> hard, hard
1: words coming from a guy who got sent to Canada. So. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fantastic. I one question you you mentioned that. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. He That's wants to come so up and bring his kids to show where he played and stuff, and so he's coming up. It's gonna be pretty cool. Um, the one question you said Tom Hanks spoke out was that a recent quote? I saw that quote. Was that
0: recent? That quote um, about you know, oh. you know? I don't know. I it was. It's been going around the last day or two.
2: I know. I didn't I- know if it was current or not, though.
0: I assumed it was, but I don't now that you ask. I don't know for sure.
2: Okay. All right. Somebody asked me and I said I don't know.
1: No, that's it, a good point because it's like I go back to 2013, or no, sorry, 2014 when he, you know, had the can of Zevia. Uh, mm. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, when's the last time we talked about Zevia? <laughs> um with the, the Oakland A's can specifically and so I think a lot of it just kind of, you know, stems back from that and hard to believe that was 9 years ago.
2: Mhm. Well, Zevvy only—I only, only think only reason I know Zevvy is because that root beer float day with Bob Melvin is a uh, uh, diabetes awareness type. I was like, "This is a terrible root beer float," but it's—I <laughs> hated that thing. <laughs>
0: you know what this needs is uh, real sugar. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was awful. <laughs> but Bismarke made me a, ru- a root beer float. I cannot ever take that away from my my. My whole existence.
3: You're I love getting, that. You're not it's getting at an Oracle.
0: <laughs> I... <laughs> so uh any any last words you guys want to throw out there or topics that we haven't covered?
1: Um topics that we haven't covered. Hey, I mean A's two <laughs> in a row, thank God for that. Uh granted it is the Kansas City Royals, but you know, based on history between the A's and the Kansas City Royals going back to you know twenty fourteen. This 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 is a good two game. This is a this is a good series win so they're,
0: far. They're now tied for the worst team in baseball.
1: Yes. Who
2: who is it? Like, I don't even know right. Who's the other team? That- the Royals. The Royals. Oh, oh yeah
0: yeah yeah. That's with funny. today's with today's win, they 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 matched. Uh, hey,
1: but we're only we're only eleven games back from the Yankees, so you know, and and we're on our way to New York next. So let's let's beat their ass.
0: I don't think that's hey. the bragging point it used to be. Oh. I kind of would have liked to
2: see the season go if we could how far we could have made it without a starting pitcher getting a win though. That would have no, been wild. It would have been crazy.
0: There's a part of me that's like, if we're gonna lose a hundred games, right. let's just go for let's just go for hundred and thirty. <laughs> balls to the
2: wall, balls to the wall, man. Let's just go for it.
0: Like I, we were we were all there for the winning streak. We were all there for the consecutive ninety-sevens and all the <laughs> all the postseason. Let's just all be there for the hundred and thirty game loss. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have a chat question that says, Do you think if uh, more A's legends speak up about how upset they are about the possible move, would sway the decision to leave Oakland? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, I do.
1: I, I, from from a legislature perspective, yes. From Fisher and Cavalt, no. Right. I doubt those dudes care what anybody no. says about the situation.
2: They, they are the most calloused group. I mean, I get it. You have to be, yeah. You know, you know, Jerry Jones is a little too much, right? Like, he's right there in your face, and he, he knows everything is being said. But these guys are so – it, it's even more callous than, like a, like, a corporation at least has a goal. And is trying – you know what I mean? Uh, 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 you know, trying to – these guys are, like, it's own personal little thing, and it, and it, I don't care. I don't care. I don't – you know what I mean? We're so smart. We're so smart. and It's weird. I don't even know why he wants to own this. You know, I, so I have heard uh, – Fisher has an amazing – Collection of baseball memorabilia. I'm talking Babe Ruth stuff, like stuff. You know, uh, 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 an appreciation for 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 the history of baseball. And he has this team like this, and he's doing this. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I know they bounced around from Kansas, Philadelphia, to Kansas City to to Oakland. But Kansas City didn't even really care for the. You know, what I mean, they like Finley. You know, what I mean, yeah. and uh-huh. Finley Finley was from Kansas City. You know what I mean? That's where he made his money. So this is a whole different type of, you know, he's all bouncing around, but I don't know.
3: Yeah, uh, I, that's think, a
0: whole... I think if if current active players speak up, I don't think it makes a, a, a bit of no. difference on, on anything. But, you know, they asked, um, oh, who did they? Was it Reggie Jackson when he was there yeah. for the thing? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'll go to Vegas. You know, I'm I'm an a athletics person. He's like, well, no, you're, you're in the hall as a Yankee, but whatever. But yeah. I think if some of those guys – from those dynasty years or from the late eighties world series run, you know, if, if Dennis Eckersley came out and was like, if they moved to Vegas, I'm never appearing in an ace hat again. Yeah. I think that might start swaying some people. If, if, if the Las Vegas people are looking at this from the angle of, we want a team that's going to come in, that's going to bring a history with them and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they're seeing that the history is not going to come with them. The fan base isn't going to come. The old hall of famers aren't going to come. That might swamp. I don't know if that is actually a factor in what they're thinking at all. You know, it could just all be down to if the checkbook, you know, if the yeah. if the if the ledger comes out, OK, then whatever. But I think some of those guys are the ones that would be more important to um, to come out and be critical of a move than even the active players.
1: Yeah, Reggie, Reggie's never been one of those guys that's ever excited me. Cause like anytime I see him in the Coliseum, it's like, oh, cool. How much did they pay you to come out this time? Yeah. yeah. It it's never a voluntary thing. So Reggie's comment does not surprise me in the no. least. I've got a buddy yeah.
0: that's got a Reggie story that he refuses to tell me, and I keep telling I'm like, dude, you gotta huh. tell. Me. He's like, dude, if I told you this story, I'm like, dude. <laughs> but I don't think it would endear him to me anymore, you know? Yeah. I yeah.
1: No, I I mean one thing for me is and, and this goes in the question of like what is the direction that the A's want to go because let's look at the Astros back in the 2010s you know losing 100 plus games four years in a row but yeah. there was a plan involved with this and then sure enough 2017 went a World Series so what if it wasn't legit because here we go into last year 2022 and they went again still with the same formula they've been working on Resigning the right players, going out and signing other players that will help the team down the road. Uh, Orioles are going through the same thing right now. You know, they had their dark years within the last couple because the last time they made the postseason was what, 2013. Then they go on this like losing tear year after year. Last year, they're a little bit ahead of schedule. They finish above 500. And this year, they're right behind the Rays in second place in the East. And so, you know, we look at the situation with the A's and it's like, okay, what what's the end game here because nobody's yeah. telling us anything and this was my problem going back to earlier with Forced and, and Bean is neither of them are coming out and saying like hey just bear with us trust the process you know anything to like kind of calm us down yeah. uh I mean granted these last couple of games we're seeing you know some flashes of excitement or at least things to be happy about with the product but the longevity of this is 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 certainly up in question because once guys come to end of their contract, it's like, okay, where are they going to go? And who are we bringing in to start this whole process over again?
0: Yeah. That's the thing is this next teardown is going to be practically breaking down a triple a team. Yeah. (laughs) Which which is bizarre. You're not, you're not, we're not going to be breaking down a postseason team. We're going to be breaking down these guys that you know are going to be their third year in the majors.
1: Yeah. And I mean, realistically, if anybody who's on the team right now, Jesus Aguilar is gonna be gone probably before yeah. the all-star break, just because yeah, he's not hitting doing power numbers like he was in Tampa or elsewhere. But it's like somebody's gonna find some use for him in their in their roster trying to get into the close postseason. So he's gone. Uh I can't say the same for, for anybody else necessarily right now, but down But it's the just road, gonna be it's gonna just happen. gonna
0: be for more lottery tickets. Totally. You, know, you we're not getting we're not gonna get a starter. No, for for anybody right now, because what team you you so you're going to try to win thirty five games, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to be getting a whole bunch of lottery tickets for the few glim- you know glimpses of of hope that you've got in your uh, roster right now. Yeah, which is just as frustrating as uh, what they've been doing in years past.
2: And they're burning through that minor league system. I mean, they still have Soderstrom and and you know guys like that, but but boy, they sure are pushing guys around. I, Osledo, I was kind of surprised. Osaveto, I mean, I thought he was at least could carry a little bit. I mean, our both. I mean, I think I think he's better than Fuji. I'm sorry, you know what I mean. I, I'm I no, you're I'm, right.
0: I'm fairly certain the three of us are better than Fuji.
2: <laughs> well, for a couple pitches, then 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 we got him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So somebody was like, "Cool, can you believe that the that Fuji, you know, been at, off to such a rough start?" I'm like, "Yeah, I predicted yeah. this a long time ago. Why would he sign with the A's if he wasn't <laughs> going to start with a rough start? If Correct. if he was the next Otani, he would be a Yankee right now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we wouldn't oh, have. Yeah, gone.
2: and and I like him. I mean, he's great personality, but damn, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, when you've got that seven ERA." 10, 10 starts in.
1: You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you always want to have that mentality. It's like, well, it can't get any worse than this, but we all know it certainly can.
2: Yeah. Hey. We're we're on a streak now. We're going we're we're coming back now. Put things together.
0: <laughs> Thank God. Got him right where we want him. Apparently Timothy says the end game is the discovery of a Fisher wow. Manfred sex tape fingers crossed. Um as devastating as that would be, I absolutely do not want to see that tape.
1: No,
2: I know. I don't want to watch it.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, the one thing I kept seeing a lot on Twitter yesterday and I, I, I hate to bring this up, but it, but, but, but it came up was the fact that, you know, what, what, with what happened with Glenn Kuiper and what he said oh. on there yesterday, a lot of people are just like, why couldn't this be Fisher? Like, cause we all like Glenn. Yeah. Glenn, right? Glenn is a super cool guy. <laughs> And I feel horrible for what happened, but at the end of the day, it's like yeah if there was if there was a wish to to put that in existence to to have it come out of Fisher's mouth as opposed to Kuiper's, that would be it, yeah, Or also yeah. for that matter shit. I think yeah, okay, I'll take has, any
0: Fisher has obviously watched somebody in the commissioner's office murder somebody you know? <laughs> 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 yeah, there's no other logical explanation for why they keep uh you know engaging with this guy. Like he's obviously got dirt on them. <laughs> yeah.
3: Do you believe?
0: Good. Oh, good. Ahead.
2: Good. Ahead. No, I would say it was good to see. Good to see Stu step up or talk uh, address that today. By the way, yeah. I, I like seeing that.
1: Even even Bob Kendrick sit, said yeah. something today, which I thought was really. I appreciated really that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, MM Four Forever says, "Do you believe Larry Beals' report that um, there are two or more parties who want to buy the A's? If so, shouldn't they make themselves public?" Well, I think one of the parties probably has made themselves public that, Look how, Uh yeah, Joe Lacob from the Warriors, Lacobre, is, sorry, is is, uh, is interested. And then there was years ago, there was that team that was like some guys from Clorox or something. They they put together an ownership group. Dave Stewart's had an ownership group that was interested in buying the team for a minute. Uh, their focus is now on Nashville expansion. But I think I would be willing to bet money that if the opportunity arose. Dave Stewart's focus would go from Nashville back to Oakland in a heartbeat. I'm oh, yeah. iffy
1: about Stu having any kind of ownership just based on what he did horribly with the Diamondbacks, but <laughs> I, I, I mean, his heart's in the right
3: place.
0: That was as a GM. That was as a GM. Yeah, He's he's not proven himself as a a strong entity in the front office, but
1: correct. What? But I, but it, it, there's got to be more than as an analyst, as a player. Phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And as a guy who you know is going to keep the team actually rooted in Oakland, as as opposed to just a saying, True. Um, you know, getting a guy like that in the in the ownership group would be important, and it would rid us of Fisher and Cavill.
2: There, there's more than two groups. I mean, there's got to be a dozen people. You know, I mean, they're, they're, if a team goes up for sale, just like with the with the Redskins or the I'm sorry, the Commanders. When they came up for sale, there was a whole bunch of groups. You know, what I mean, when you say just two, there's more than just two I'm there. sure. You know I'm sure
0: I mean? there are groups of investors that just have a standing order. If a team ever comes available, we want it, regardless. Yeah. Of the team, oh, no know? doubt.
1: And and that's yeah. where my mentality is with the two, just because of the fact that you look at even just powerful clubs around the world. I mean, the fact that Chelsea, when Roman Abramovich was forced to sell the team in 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 you know the wake of everything that's going on between Russia and Ukraine. I mean, there was an ownership group that came in quickly, and that was for over $6 billion. So the A's sure as hell aren't worth $6 billion. (laughs) I personally don't feel like they're worth more than one. I don't even think they're worth one. I think we're still scratching the surface in hundreds of millions. But yet, the way that things have been inflated over the years, of course, they're going to go for... You know, multiple billions of dollars.
0: Well, that's is the thing Yeah, you can't say they're not worth one only because the Dodgers are worth six or whatever. You know, it's like it's it's the rising tide of, of everything else. If if they were a standalone entity with what they're bringing in in revenue and everything, yeah, they're not worth anywhere near a billion dollars.
1: No, no, I, I would cap it at like four hundred eighty-seven million. I'm I'm just throwing a number out there that seems <laughs> that seems logical. Thirteen <laughs>
0: percent. Will you guys stay A's fans if they move? If no, what's plan B? I I don't know. I like to say no, but then I am so like, this has been a part of my life since I was a kid. It'd be hard not to like, like I'll check the box scores. I don't see myself going to a Vegas game. Right. But you know, it would be hard to like totally abandon it. But you, if you also move away from where I have that connection, it's hard to say. I said somebody posted a comment on the first video I did of this, and they said, "If you had uh, a spouse that said they were never going to leave you, and they left you and moved across the country, and uh, would you would you stay? You know, with them? You know, would you keep following them and be stay their spouse and all that? You know, if they if they left you to move halfway across the country?" And I was like, "Well, of course not." But yeah, if I had a best friend that did right you know so it's like if you don't go to the extreme right so it's it's i don't know I, where i would fall on that we'll see if it happens but
2: and this is more of a this is it's not a unilateral relationship but it's almost unilateral like we love the team the team doesn't really love us back you know what i mean i mean, I, I, yeah. I, I mean they're trying to get our money that's what they're trying to do i like mean my first house. So- yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, it says uh, if Nintendo has the Mariners, can't Apple have the A's?
1: I don't know <laughs> if I'd want that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Apple need-
1: Apple's kind of at a point where it's like they they peaked years ago, and yeah, eventually it's all gonna go really like streaming downhill from here. And then they uh, have,
0: you, then it will be forty five dollars for the bobbleheads. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, my going back to
1: going back to the previous question in regards to like would I still follow the A's? Like, first and foremost, I, I I'm a baseball fan. Yeah. And on top of that, the first team that I was following was actually the Montreal Expos. Despite being an Oakland native, a Bay Area native, et cetera, the A's to me were always kind of the, the second team, but it was the local team. I could, I could always come out, support them, whatever. Um, cuz I'm only going to see the Expos if my dad decides to take me to a Giants game at Candlestick, which, you know, happened once or twice. And then when they stopped existing, moved to the moved to DC, became the Nationals, it's like that's when I really put my heart and soul into the A's. Um, just because, you know, they have my full attention, they're not going anywhere. Um, it's always been a more fun atmosphere at least from my personal experience. And I think that's the one thing that people who haven't been here to like, don't really understand. Yeah. Mm. Our, our stadium, you know, from a, from a visual standpoint kind of sucks, but at the same <laughs> time, who cares? We go there to watch baseball. We don't need any of these other frills and fancy things going on because our baseball stadium has a lot more character and our field especially has a lot more character yeah. uh, going on with the wider than usual. out. <laughs> you know, out uh, uh, um.
2: Foul territory. I didn't want
1: to say out of bounds, but foul territory. That's that what i was looking for, foul territory. Um, and so, you know, if the A's leave, it's just like, well, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop watching baseball. Yeah, I might stop putting any kind of financial commitment into, into the A's organization, except for the one time I go to Vegas to watch a game because it's yeah. like, well, I got to check out the new stadium and see what all the fuss is about. And then I'll probably never go back.
0: Yeah. I don't. Yeah, know. I could see I, myself being a fan of baseball. I could see myself going like, "Well, you know what? I like Bob Melvin, so I'm gonna support whatever team he's coaching this year." Something like along those lines. Yeah. And, and just not having a, uh, any kind of loyal affiliation to any team, and just you know follow the group of guys I like or the management I like or whatever. Yeah, I feel fan like a of lot the of players been that for a yeah. long
1: time. Just hey, like do a little with the Nationals, dude. I, who who wasn't happy that he got a World Series ring?
0: Right.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I, I think you're right. I'd be more of a fan of the players. I I would go see the stadium and stuff, and I I don't know how I'd feel. I mean, I'd go piss
1: on it, probably. I mean, (laughs) I would do it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
2: exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know how to. I get that. Everybody asks that question, and I don't know how to answer it just yet. You know what I mean? I kind of don't live in that moment yet. I guess I'll get there at some point. Well, so. oh,
0: it's like asking, like, what would you do if you wanted your parents split? And it's like I don't right. I don't know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> like, no, I think I think the real question is like, wait, my parents are getting divorced. What? Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. right. Let me go through this panic first. Right. Yeah. And... It's
0: like there's a lot of steps that have to happen before I'm actually <laughs> dealing with that, you know.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that far ahead. Or I don't want to put my effort into thinking of that. Be honest with you. I don't care to ask that or to answer that yet, You know what I mean? To yeah. to focus on that yet, basically. Yeah. Plus,
0: ultimately, I'm still not convinced it's going to happen. So then it's oh, same. Then, you, then you're sitting there pondering on something that's just a hypothetical. You know, it's
2: yeah.
1: Well, I think it's, I think it's the same as like any of the stadium sites. I mean, whether it's whether it's Fremont, whether it's San yeah. Jose, yeah. whether it's Laney, whether it's it's, it's Howard Terminal. For me personally, and I know a lot of other people have the same mentality, it's like, dude, none of this means shit until I see a goddamn <laughs> shovel go over there.
2: Right? Yeah, exactly. You're trying to sell us on Howard Terminal. Okay. That's nice drawings. They look great. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I saw sure.
0: somebody yesterday today on Twitter that said the best thing that the Oakland could, uh, mayor could do or the city hall or whoever could come out and go, we can get it done just as fast as Vegas. Yeah. Just, just put out a statement that goes, there's nothing stopping us from getting it done just as fast other than the ACE. Yeah. Because they're at a point now where it probably is even odds, you know, because of all the work they've already accomplished and all the hundreds of millions of dollars they've supposedly spent. That they, if they came out tomorrow and were like, we can do it. Right. Yeah. I, I don't buy it either. But I, I, I yeah, feel like dude.
2: you got it. feel like you got a discount on that EIR or whatever. It's something weird about hundreds of millions of dollars. And then, and then that the whole thing where they're going to have that summit for negotiation, and then then them to the flip that summit. I mean, the city hired a mediator. Like mm. that's a big step for a city to do. And then you just like spit in their face. Uh, but come on, but, man.
0: But they're the ones that aren't negotiating in good faith. If you ask, I know, them. I know, not, I know. You know, I know. it's I know. like it's like how can you say that? You know, that was wild. That that, that was pretty.
2: You know, if you take it for what what's when what we're being told, that's a pretty wild story. Right. Mm-hmm. So,
3: and
0: the fact that you got a brand new mayor, that's even less leverage cuz she's not she's right. not pushing for re-election. She can sit this out for a little while. Correct. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's even one more piece of the puzzle that the A's have just seeded by not getting this done while Libby Schaff was still there or you know or back when she was still eligible for re-election. Like they they've just they've every step of the way they've screwed this up. Yeah. Yeah. New location, bulldoze Bayfair Mall. Not a
2: bad idea. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I haven't been to
0: Bayfair in a while, but that is not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not.
3: It's, it's not mid.
1: a bad idea. No, but, but you actually, I mean, it's not well, a bad a, idea. I mean, one, just because of how terrible Bayfall, Bayfair ball is. <laughs> and that's what, that's, like, that's two, like two or
0: three BART stops. Like, it's almost there anyway. Exactly.
1: No, it's, it's literally right there. It, so, I mean, yeah, it's. It's, it's kind of a perfect spot.
0: <laughs> there were plenty of other, other perfect spots. It's San spots.
1: Leandro, but it's still perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll just be the Oakland A's of San Leandro. <laughs> at, least, at least there'll
1: be a place to like grab a beer within proximity of the stadium. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time we had that?
2: Yeah. We're like the only stadium that doesn't even have that, right? Like I, every stadium I've been to, you, can, you know, that's crazy to me.
0: Oh, the Angels don't really have that, do they? They're kind of I in guess the middle. I Many know um but, but, but I
1: mean get- within within like a half a mile, there's like right. five breweries yeah. that you can hit up, plus a Hooters.
0: Right. Oh, there you go. I haven't been there in a long time, but I when I was there, this is probably 10 years ago, you're just walking around going, this is an older park than Oakland by a year like oh, a couple of years. Correct. But the you know, when Disney had them, they put some money in and did some renovations, and it's not a bad park. I mean, the outfield stuff is a little bit hokey but just walking around the concourse and you've got you've got you know disney's kind of crowd management tactics in there and stuff like that and it's like there's no reason that the a's couldn't have put in a hundred million dollars into that and bought themselves another decade in the in the current stadium
3: totally oh yeah. yeah
0: The, the, the whole time crunch is totally on them because they wanted to do no investment. And I kind of get that to a degree because they were splitting it with the Raiders. They're not in control of the property. You know, it, it, Dave Cavill told me that, you know, it was not really in their interest because they didn't get a cut of any of the, of the ticket, you know, any of the, the, uh, revenue from the Coliseum specifically, this was before they owned half of it, you know, the, the county share, but like, so I get why there wasn't a ton of incentive, but. They could have done it, you know, Mount Davis or Mount uh the Raiders built Mount Davis without needing the A's to come in and chip in or whatever and that was an improvement, you know, in quotes. Um
1: aren't they still the, paying for that though technically?
0: I don't think I don't think anybody's paying for it now. I think it's just I, a I loss say, at this it's, point. It's, yeah. Cuz yeah. cuz Oakland let them go without paying for it and they let the Warriors right. go without paying their without paying their debts.
1: Right. Nah. Right. What A mess. <laughs> is, it, is it that every day
2: if we look at it? This is a mess. Every yeah. every piece of news, everything is just a mess. Every
0: every single thing. I actually I texted uh Susan Slesser and I was like, hey, do you does part of you wish that you were still covering the A's because there's a new story to cover every day? Or does part of you wake up every morning and go, Oh, thank God I don't have to cover this today? You know? Yeah. Because it's like every day is a little bit stupider than yesterday was. You know? <laughs> it
2: is they cannot get any progress they, they just they, they figure out a way to make it go backwards they yeah. just like okay let's figure out how to go work make this it's, worse
0: instead of like two steps forward one step back it's like two steps back shoot yourself in the foot you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well the chronicles sort sure of changed their tune over there huh? they're all they're all uh what's your yeah. name uh you know yeah. they're oh, all i yeah With- all pro pro Oakland now
0: with the exception of mad dog who I haven't been able to stand the entire time I've ever (laughs) known he existed the whole the whole narrative shifted overnight it was like (laughs) all of a sudden all of a sudden Fisher is a shitty owner it's (laughs) like well we've been telling every single report you've ever written all every the comments are filled with Oakland people going, It's not us, it's the owners. It's not us, it's the owners. It's not you've been being told this for two decades now, and now right. all of a sudden, when he threatens to leave, and it's great for clicks. All right, so my site, right? I've got, right, a, site, right. I've got a, 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 a an article I wrote two years ago. It's not even a new article, it's just the Oakland days have been ruined. And I go through all the things that Cavill screwed up since he got here. Cause yep. my, 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 uh, thoughts on him are basically, if you exclude the tree house and a few of the aesthetic things he's done to the Coliseum, he hasn't had a single hit yet. Nope, It's been nothing no. but misses. Right. So I wrote this article two years ago and. Oh, since they've announced that they've gone to Vegas, it's like the, one of the best performing, Articles on my site. It's like top two. So I got, so it's had a second life, right? But I got today, I got my report from Google and it says, you know, this is what people are searching for when they get to your site. And you know what? The number one thing they searched for last month that drove them to my site, the Mm. Oakland A's suck. (laughs) More people put that into Google and end up on my site. The Oakland A's suck. That should tell you your branding and your messaging is just, just you've blown up the whole house. Yeah, you know they are losing on every single public front that they can possibly be losing on
1: I I mean as much as I I, I hate Fisher and I've, and I've hated Caval since day one to, to 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 piggyback on your point right there the one thing that has been driving me crazy and this is somebody I used to work in the media so I I, I understand the tactics that a lot of this stuff kind of goes through but the fact that yes, we as fans have been saying for for decades, of what the situation is here in Oakland, and I mean, granted, you know, some years past, you know, with with Wolf, there was def- there were definitely more fans coming out, but definitely over the last eh, since we'll say since 2019 or or since since COVID, it's gotten worse. Like way less fans coming out yeah. because of the fact that we are just all collectively sick of everything that's going on. And of course, you know, the media, you know, whether it be Bleacher Report, Yard Bark, you know, what whatever it is. For years, when they when they anybody shows a photo of like what the stadium is like, you know, at at game time and there's nobody there. And it's just like, oh, look at this. They should be a triple A franchise, whatever. And we would just be a proverbial punching bag for every Man. media outlet, despite the fact that we've been just like screaming at the top of our lungs. It's like, no, here's the situation. And then yeah, all of a sudden this year, oh. Oh, we get yeah, and then they they jump on our side, and it's just like, nah, dude, sit this, sit this one out. Yeah, Fuck off, dude, last we got
0: this last year, yeah. all of the um, it, this is you should get your media credentials revoked for putting out a picture of the stadium ten minutes before first pitch oh, on a Wednesday on a oh. Wednesday afternoon, and going, oh. look, there's nobody here. But last year, it was all like, look, the A's fans won't even show up, and this yeah. year, all of a sudden, it's look what Fisher has done. Correct, like it's the same picture but right. they've changed, they've changed the angle of it. And like, if this would have happened five years ago, we would be in a totally Cavill would have probably already been fired. Yep. And, and Fisher probably would have been under so much heat that he would have actually made a move or gotten rid of the team, you know, but I, it's like nothing has changed. The story is the same. The song remains the same, but the now all of a sudden you're looking at it, you know, from a little different perspective and it's good for clicks. I can can tell you firsthand bashing on John Fisher right now is very good for clicks.
2: Huge YouTube. (laughs) It's all over YouTube. Every, every top thing is that, and I am so tired of this. If I see another stupid YouTube video about the stadium and how shitty it is? And I, I I hope every one of them gets banned off YouTube. I am so tired of that. (laughs) Yeah. I am so tired of that. It's like, you
0: know, I went to, I I went to uh, an A's game, uh, uh, Coors field in Denver a couple of years ago beautiful stadium. Once I'm sitting in my seat, it's exactly the same as Oakland. It's exactly. like, it's a, it's a beautiful concourse. They've got nice amenities sitting in my seat. It's a grass patch with some bases on it. It's exactly the same. And that's the same for every the other 28 stadiums too. They're all the same from your seat. Yeah.
1: At least and I was going to say, and it, and it makes more sense to say that nowadays because since the Raiders left and we actually get, you know, leading into falls without, Yard lines and people mm-hmm. tearing yeah. it up. It's like it's legit green grass and, and designs in the outfield. Like, this is incredible. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and, and I know I said the same thing earlier. It's just like, once you're in your seat, it's like, who cares of anything that else is going on around? Like, you're here to watch a baseball game. Yeah. Watch a goddamn baseball game.
0: Yeah. The bases are 90 feet apart in every park.
1: <laughs> well, isn't it like 88 and two thirds now? Well, yeah, nowadays. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now that they get those pizza boxes out there,
1: ah, it's ridiculous.
0: Safeco oh. Field has routinely seen little to no attendance in October. Move the Mariners. Well, <laughs> there's several teams, you know the the Rays. The Rays have horrible attendance considering the quality of uh, team they're putting out there. That, yeah. yeah.
1: But I would, yeah. the one thing I will give credit to Seattle fans, no matter how much I hate their soccer team that I'm not even a name because I hate them so much. <laughs> uh, and it's not that I forgot the name. I'm a Timbers fan, so I I can't I can't even mention it. I hate them so much. Um, goddamn sound fuck them. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I just say it just to let people know, it's just like, no, I actually know the team. It's not that <laughs> I, I legitimately hate the sounders, but they are rabid, they are they are dedicated to their team. I mean, you put a basketball team back there and name them the super Sonics that thing is going to be sold out every game, no matter how bad the product is, because those people are very supportive of their team. Everything that's going on with the Mariners was just a system of like the same thing that was going on on Oakland. They had bad leadership in the front office. And so people just kind of stopped supporting it because what, what's the point? It's, it's a dead end every single season. And you look at last year, actually I'll go the year before the tail end of the year before when they got this close to making the postseason and then people kind of realized like hey there's something magical happening in Seattle and last season they broke that 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 playoff drought that they had they actually got you know beyond the wild card series against the blue jays and moved on but they still lost to the astros uh um but no people people were supporting it people loved it um it would have been nice personally if the mariners you know beefed up a little bit more this offseason to give them something to smile about a little bit more but yeah and yeah. It's the situation that we got. So,
2: How, how's the Kraken doing up there? I, I love their logo, by the way. I love the They're Kraken. In the playoffs,
1: logo. dude, second year uh, they beat the they beat the reigning Stanley Cup champs. It's the first time an NHL team has ever their first playoff series, and they beat the reigning Stanley Cup champs in their first season. First time it's ever happened.
2: Didn't didn't the the Knights win the
1: the Stanley Cup the first year? They went to the Stanley Cup the first year, oh. but then they lost. They lost it in, in, in yeah, and like I think it was in six games. And so it's just like, yeah, something is. I mean that, and that's more of the benefit of the NHL kind of like helping. I know.
2: Oh, they do amazing. Yeah, yeah,
1: help the situation out. Like it's almost like shit. I wish there was an expansion team coming that I could get on board with and support because <laughs> at least within three years they're going to be yeah. contenders. Yeah. Unlike what's going on now.
2: Yeah. With the A's. Yeah. Yeah, NHL does an amazing job of helping those teams out. Uh, It's unreal. I'm I'm shocked, to be honest with you.
1: And that is the one thing I will give Las Vegas credit to. Uh, A lot of us kind of laughed at the idea that, like, oh, hockey in Vegas, like, okay, let's see how that does. And those fans are dedicated.
0: But it's a Las Vegas team.
1: Totally. Yeah. No, exactly. They they didn't
0: move the Sharks over there. Right. 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 You've got a homegrown team but yep. they can get behind yep. you've got uh, a team that that doesn't require as much commitment as far as going to games you know it's not 81 games a year at the home nope. stadium that's what i'm saying like baseball i think they're overestimating um how popular baseball will be in las vegas for for a market it's like the 40th biggest market in the country yeah um to, you know mark uh, media wise so it's like that's that's a big ask it'll it'll be if they get an expansion team it'll be among the smallest market baseball teams in the country and will have no history no loyal fan base or whatever you know so it's like it's a big ask for vegas
1: i i think for it to work in vegas for baseball to work in vegas it can't be a team that relocates it has to be a team yeah. that starts from scratch just like the knights yeah and the reason why i say this is because vegas has always been a minor league town and every couple of years when you have a new parent yeah. club coming in, it's hard to establish any bit of a single fan base. This is something I wanted to cover earlier and completely forgot. <laughs> um, of why personally, I don't think the A's will work there. And, and it all ties in with that. Whereas if you eliminate, actually you don't even eliminate the triple A team because of the fact if the triple a team is still the A's or whatever as, as the aviators, but then there's a new expansion team that comes in that has no relationship with the aviators whatsoever. You can make it work and you have to make it not necessarily on this trip. It could be like a few, a few blocks off whatever, but still within a proximity where, you know, people can access it, you know, relatively easy, like, like to get to the aviator stadium. It's not that easy to get to unless you live out there. Um, but no it just goes back to just like how many parent teams have been through there and and you can't really develop a fan base around that like it has to be something that is uniquely and genuinely Las Vegas for people to yeah. support it and going forward i brought up the same hey. point twice i didn't mean to do that but i want to <laughs> like that's fine
0: <laughs> so well, it's like i said last week too like people, you know, you'll see people be like, so let, let the A's move to Vegas and Oakland will get an expansion team. And it's like, why would they get an expansion team when Fisher for two decades has said, it's a a garbage market to be in. They, the the MLB would have to go to 40 teams before the uh, Oakland would ever get an expansion team. Right. Yeah. And Manfred is on record five, six years ago saying that they would, they would regret leaving Oakland in a decade. You know, if they left Oakland, they would regret it. And then, so he knows, He's might not admit it now, but he was admitting it five years ago. Um, But yeah, I definitely think Vegas would benefit if there if if there's any market for a baseball team there, they would 100 percent benefit from an expansion team and all of baseball would because now they're splitting that that expansion money where they're not getting anything out of Oakland. So Oakland's getting half a billion dollars from Nevada and they're waiving the relocation fees. Yeah. How much more welfare do you need to get this deal done? The fact that this wasn't a, we're go, let's go. It's done. The fact that it's not already being built shows that they are not serious about getting a deal done in Vegas, or they're too stupid to capitalize on any kind of traction they've actually got.
1: Yeah. And I still feel like Major League Baseball, I like th- this is what kills me. When was the last time Oakland had the MLB All-Star game? Oh, yeah. Nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. Yep. How many teams have had it multiple times since the last time Oakland had it? Yeah. So, Oak or the Major League Baseball being completely supportive of everything that Fisher is doing, it's like, okay, cool. Then put the put the All Star Game in Oakland, and they won't yeah. do it. They won't even bring it up because they no. are so fucking embarrassed by everything that's going on with Fisher and company that they're not going to have all these fan bases, all this media exposure to go there.
0: And they could easily, yeah. they could easily say the revenue you're going to make off of this, we want you. You're going to have to put it into the coliseum. You're going to have yeah. to make that a nice place. No doubt. All, all you know, all of a sudden, a lot of the problems are alleviated, and you can, yeah. like I was saying earlier, you can kick that can down the road a couple more years before you need a new stadium. So, like if yeah. they would have done that in 2010, it, it could have been a whole different, a whole different narrative for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Timothy says, "If Cavill was as smart as he thinks he is, he would recognize that he is in a prime position to completely take over Oakland as the only show in town and bludgeon the fact into Fisher's head."
1: Dude, they 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 started to market themselves as that, right? Right, and and completely fumbled the bag.
2: Yeah, it, that, that was when when they took over that that uh, the lease, right? That that's when all that because that's the whole thing. Now that's when Davis is speaking up and everything else. They, they owned it. They owned it i mean why they could not push to get I, I yeah i don't know yeah yeah i agree
0: yeah he's not wrong
2: no i don't know how to answer like there's no there's no anecdote i mean there's no uh there's no you can't elaborate off it you know it's what like I, mean? I said
0: i said last week with how <laughs> i uh when how was on last week i said if if they're too stupid to actually market off of just the nostalgia that is built into having a team in one place for 60 years, if they're too stupid to capitalize, if you can't make money off of a baseball franchise that has been in one place for as long as it's had, that's had so many unique characters, that's had a couple dynasty teams, that's had so much history in that time, way more history than the giants have had, you know, and, and they're able to do it. You know, they've got Willie Mays and McCovey and all that kind of stuff. And then there's a drought where there's not a lot happening, you know? And then they've got the world series stuff, but they are still able to pull in that nostalgia from guys, my dad's age who grew up with the giants in their backyard. You know, why can't the A's do that? Because they're completely in it. They have no idea what they're doing. They don't have the manpower in the front office to get it done. Even if they did know how to do it. Yep. And so it's just, it's, it's like a dereliction of duty. You know, it's like you, if, if we are your shareholders, you have a, a fiscal obligation to to give us a return on our investment you know mm. and they're not doing that for us as hypothetical shareholders and they're not doing it for the other owners really either I mean they're all making money but it's like oh yeah, you're making 10 million dollars but you could be making a hundred million dollars. yeah right you know if you even put a little bit of investment into this and that's one thing Fisher has never been able to understand is like I don't want to have to put in 10 million dollars into this team of my own money. Yeah, Even hey, if hey, that hey. means I'll make 100 million dollars on the back end, I'm not going to do it. And that's the one thing that he's never been able to get here or in San Jose that it's like when you're when your business is sinking and I said this to Dave. I was like if if I'm a, if my business starts failing, I have two options. I either start putting my own money into it and right in the ship or I cut my losses and leave. Right, right. I don't get to just raise the prices, put out an inferior product and tell the customers, "Eh, that's not how business works, but that's how they've been running this business for two decades. And like we said earlier, if it wasn't for Billy Bean and David Forrest, they would have been outed years ago because I think those are the only two guys that could have uh, that could have put playoff teams together with the, the front office that they've got.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think realistically, Caval and Fisher would have muscled Bean out a long time ago if he didn't have ownership and stake in the team.
2: Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's so many, like, not free, but so many cheap marketing things they have readily available. When you're talking about they're not capping, there's so many things they can just feed off of. It's just right in front of them. It's sitting there. I, I, I mean, watch out. saying Look at the Cardinals. The Cardinals do crazy stuff. Like, who'd they have sing national anthem? One of the players, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't right. yeah. I mean, I bet you could have drew some players if you said, Vita Blue is going to sing the national anthem this weekend. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, stupid crap like that. People would show up for that stuff and it costs you like nothing. You know what I mean?
0: If you're going to run your roster like a minor league team, run the day to day games like a minor (laughs) league team and make it fun to go to the games. It's not fun to watch a game that you know they're going to lose. Right. You know, statistically, when you are a 200 team, statistically, every game I go to, the odds are you're going to lose yeah so make the rest of it fun have those players do that stupid stuff have the dumb things between innings that every minor league team does and make it a party and bring it back to being a family thing especially if you're doing these 99 nine dollar deals for however many games it was now you've got to do it because as as a family i can maybe swing 99 bucks where i'm not going to swing that for one game yeah you know under the current prices but I might pick up that package and take my kids out to a, a game, you know, every week or whatever. Make it fun for them. They've done nothing like that. They, in like, you go back a few years when they started, when they stopped doing the um, the commercials that they used to run. You had right. award winning campaigns every year that made us connect to uh, the players, right? Yeah. Half of the reason that we love Stephen vote and Sean Doolittle right, and those right. guys is because of those stupid commercials that were funny and engaging. They just stopped. You know, and when I asked Dave about that, it was like, we've got a billboard on 880. Well, big deal. (laughs) What's that, like 1,200 bucks? Get out (laughs) of here, man. The
2: the thing I hate right now that they're doing, I know that they're manipulating the food line crap, but you miss three innings of a game if you try to go get food. I do not understand what they're doing. And I know they're saying it's understaffed. I don't get it. I do not understand. But, but. You're not even spending money at a store or nothing. You're standing in line for food. Yeah. You're not watching the game. I don't understand that. No and other standing man adventures like that.
0: And that's something that they don't get a huge cut out of, because that's Aramark that's running it. That's you what know? I mean. So I like, don't they're not even getting a cut out of that. And so it's for them to say and if I was Aramark, the day that Dave Cavill brought in those food trucks, I would have said, Then you're on your own for food. If yeah, you got yeah. this handled, you're on your own. Yeah. Why should we man this uh hamburger stand you know it behind a section that's got seven people in the stands yeah, yeah. if you're just gonna have, call in food trucks
1: no i mean to, to 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 add to your point on the food lines like the, the shocking the most shocking one to me was still opening day like yeah i know it's opening day so there's gonna be more people there. right big right. big deal but the fact that the round table pizza which was generally <laughs> the quickest to get in and out of because it's already ready all you're doing pay the money grab the pizza and go <laughs> they turn that into a turnstile
2: <laughs> yeah yeah Why would yeah. They
1: do that? i'm yeah. dead serious like you have to like you're not going you're going to the counter to grab the food right. but they're still making you waddle through a line that they self-impose <laughs> and there's two other people that are on the outside of the of the not the kiosk but i mean just the the little area and stuff yeah. so you have to go pay for it at this point and it's just like this is just unnecessarily just terrible. Like I, I don't I, understand why why you made this process so much more difficult. All I want is a pizza. <laughs>
0: meanwhile, meanwhile, you've got other parks that have the, the stuff where like you just take something out of the fridge and it's paid for. Done. Right, right. You don't talk no, to a that's, person. That's, that's, there's what, nothing.
1: that's what they're trying to do with it. But it's just like they, they have just completely done it ass backwards. And it makes no sense Like why they decided to put this in.
0: I mean, and, that could uh, that, uh, that could be the real slogan for the Oakland A's right now. Ask, ask <laughs> that's
1: backwards Everything.
2: That, but I, you're not even, that's what the thing about, it, you're not even spending money on the team while you're doing that. That's what I don't understand. I do not understand that. How does that benefit at all? At all? Oh, I
0: that's hate the, that. that. That's the proverbial question, though, is, is that the result of them not wanting to make money or them just not having any idea how to manage a baseball team?
1: Uh-huh. I, I I lean more toward the latter.
0: So do I.
2: Yeah,
1: I think so. At this point, I think so. It's
2: unreal. It's it's unbelievable.
1: I mean, they uh-huh. the A's have zero marketing team anymore. And like yeah. all, like going back to what you were saying in regard to like all the great commercials and stuff. Like all those people are gone. Yeah, yeah. And that was by because they saw the writing on the wall as far as what was going on. They didn't want to be a part of it anymore. And I and I respect them for them. Every now and then I see them on the streets, and it's just like. Gotta to, gotta to shake your hand. <laughs> you 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 turned shit into gold for, for so long, yeah. and we never really appreciated what you guys did for 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 <laughs> the team and for the image of the team more specifically. Yeah. Uh so I mean, it was that
0: whole that green-collar baseball, you know, like they had <laughs> built their whole image around that kind got, of east I got Bay do-it-yourself mentality because
1: of the green-collar baseball. <laughs> <laughs> And then shout out the last dive
0: bar for making this. Right, right, dude. That was a great day, by the way. That was a great day. I was wondering about that, and I had uh Ace Fan by Design on here, Carl, and and I meant to ask him as well. I'll have to have him on back on to do it again. But it's like, what is that organization gonna do? Like, you know, they've they've done a ton of good work going towards the Ace Community Fund and and really uh Really taking care of the A's marketing as as far as most yeah. fans are concerned, <laughs> you know, with like a gorgeous calendar and all this kind of stuff. It's like, what are they going to do now in this? Like, while we're on the treadmill of not knowing which direction the team's going to go, you know, are they going to continue doing that or?
1: Well, and the, and the team has basically give them like a little bit of a stiff arm in regard to like any kind of exposure so far this season, which has been yeah. really depressing. Yeah, I mean, every
0: everything about this year, and like the drummer's leaving. You know, if you are if you are in charge of this team and you see pictures going around Twitter of the drummers packing up their stuff and walking across that bridge to the BART station, a picture that you haven't seen in 20 years or however long that they've been allowed to keep their drums at the park. If that is not putting, you know, uh, uh, 10 guys in Jack London Square just on full alert, like, how are we going to fix this? Then you you're just completely tone deaf. 'Cause like that yeah. right there, it was like, man, you guys have lost you've lost your bearings on this.
2: I I think that's it. But I don't think I have any bearings on it.
0: No, they, they really haven't. And it's like and they're trying to juggle five balls at once and they're just they're just dropping one after another. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It's sad this is why anytime I go to a game now, I just like to get just absolutely annihilated in the parking lot. <laughs> well,
0: it's like Jennifer was saying, we still, have,
1: we, we still have the ability to do that.
0: Yeah. It's like yeah. Jennifer awesome. saying, she's like, she never pays for a ticket. She doesn't give them any money. <laughs> she'll be, when she sees someone that's like, Hey, I got an extra ticket. She'll take it, but she's not yeah. giving them any money.
1: No, yeah. I, I, I do my best to do that. I'll buy my tickets off secondhand market, whether it's stuff up. I realize that the money changing hands aspect of it is still kind of weird, but at least, you know, I feel better that it's going to somebody who actually paid for it. And I'm just paying them back essentially.
0: Yeah. Oh
1: my God. It's, it's such a struggle. Like I want to go and because it always comes down to like, we support the players. We, (sighs) so. but at the same time, it's like, we have to have that, that ultimatum toward, toward ownership where it's just like, we, we can't, we can't put money in your pockets. We can't support what you are doing. Yeah. But At the same time, it's like we still support the product, and it's it's it, it's hard to do it these days.
0: Well, I, know I, I have a go ahead. Go ahead. No, go oh,
1: ahead. I have a quarter season
2: pass because I go out there with Last Dive Bar. It's been my I'm out there in left field every game and on Fridays and everything else. I do it to be part with everybody. It, yeah. it, it, it's a it's a fun. It, they're my friends. You know what I mean. And, and, and then like I get to, I got to meet Ben and everything else. Like I'm there for that and then we do have a little bit of a connection with players and this and that I I get it you know what I mean I don't I don't want to give them my money I eat, I eat before I get there I bring food with me I do everything I can to not be part of that but I do buy the tickets to come out there I do Yeah
0: Well it's like we talked about it on the first episode it's like it's not just about the baseball game with us and this is a my- every fan base Oh my god <laughs> I swing
2: I swing my I swing my big arms every Friday
0: <laughs> But it's like, I have no reason to uh, run into Ben every couple weeks or whatever, you know? It's like, okay, we went to Val's once, but that was it, you know? And that doesn't exist anymore, right? Doesn't it? Did they close Val's?
1: I thought they did.
0: I haven't been down there. I think the last time I went was with you, but I haven't haven't been over that area in a long time. I feel
1: like within the last year or two, they closed Val's.
3: Oh,
2: wow
1: i hope i'm wrong i'm hoping wrong i can't because i'm
0: on my phone i can't look this up breaks my heart twice tonight i know but it's like you know like i like going around the stadium and going oh i know that guy from twitter and i know this guy from such you know and 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 being able to like have that camaraderie with people that like that's not going to be the case if we have to travel to vegas because i'm not going to go to vegas the same weekend you are you oh know? yeah, no. So like yeah. that camaraderie that we have as fans is gone too. And I think that's why it's real hard for A's fans to, to like picture what they'll do if the team moves to Vegas, because we, it is more than just the baseball game. It's like, yeah, I still love baseball. It's still my favorite sport, but I, that's not the only reason I go to games, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the hard part.
1: Well, it's also the, it'll be the last bit of our childhood. That's basically going to escape our bodies.
0: Yeah. And, And
1: it's like, we'll legitimately have to be adults from this point forward. And it sucks sucks (laughs) bad.
0: (laughs) I'm 41 years old. I'm not quite ready. You know, it's not quite there. That's the thing. It's like, we all have those experiences that go on with, you know, like you saying, going to the giants to see the expos with your dad. You know, it's like, we all have those experiences growing up in the Bay area, especially if you're my age, uh, which I think Ben, you're pretty close. Right. Uh
1: um, yeah, I turned 40 in February. Yeah, so
0: like growing up, I'm older than both of you. But Woo! like growing up, like I was eight years old when they in the '89 World Series. That's like prime age to be into this team. It's like I would go as an eight year old to be able to go see Henderson and Eckersley and McGuire and Conseco. Oh, I mean, come on. It did not get any better than that. And that is ingrained in my memory, you know, and we grew up, I grew up in Hayward. So we weren't going to Candlestick. We were going 20 minutes up 880 to go to the Coliseum, parking across the street, you know, where they used to have the fair and walking across over to the park. And like that, that's like a critical part of my summer vacation was going to a few games a year. And then uh, my grandmother worked um, next door at the arena for like concerts and stuff. And so she would always get free tickets to the A's. So when we'd go visit her on the weekends, it would be like, "Oh, I got tickets to an A's game this week." You know, so like I was like entrenched, collected all the cards, went to all the games. Like it's like, so to take that away, it is like you are you are killing an eight year old boy when you do that. Yep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you have that on your hands, Fisher. Fisher, <laughs> I, you heard it here through, <laughs> Fisher kills eight year old boys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, the queue. the?
1: See, at least you were lucky. Uh, like I got, I got forced to go to Giants games. Like, it, we we lived in we lived in San Leandro, so it's like <laughs> just proximity wise. Like, why are we not going to A's games more often? It's just because my dad's a Giants fan and he wanted to go over there. So the only time we'd ever go to A's games was it had to be a day game and it had to be a guaranteed win. Which let's oh, let wow. face it. Back in those days, yeah. damn near was a guaranteed win every game. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: like my dad grew up an A's fan or a Giants fan, but he also grew up like he was twelve or thirteen during the dynasty years, and he's like Giants. Who gives a crap about what the Giants are doing? And you got Sal Bando and all those guys there, you know. So like he had an affinity for him, but he was like, you know, they're my American League team, but I'm a Giants fan. But when we were kids, it was you could get uh with two UPC symbols from a Kellogg's cereal box you could get a ticket to a baseball game. Yep. And I have three sisters. So we went through cereal boxes every two days. Right. So we would stack these up and just get five or six tickets to these games for free. Yeah. You go to Oakland, you go sit up in the nosebleeds and about the third yeah. inning you'd spot which seats weren't taken down low. And you go down there and steal the seats in the third inning. Cause nobody checked. Cause baseball was fun back then. Yep. And so we went, to, we were going to five or six games a, a summer for free, you know, mother's cookies. Was, too yeah, they had the cookies, tickets.
2: Yeah. that's that we used to go to candlestick and and oakland because of that because mother's cookies always had those free or like dollar tickets or whatever they were yeah. and that's what we the, always went
0: and the little pack of uh round oh, corner cards. baseball cards in there yeah yeah yeah
2: yes. love that love that i love still that. got
0: my i've got a full set from like 87 or 88 i think of uh the mother's a's cards
2: yeah those are cool
1: i'll get i'll give you guys a crazy short little story I was 28 years old when my father finally admitted to me that he went to every game for the 72, 73, and 74 A's World Series. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you how do you just bury that for so many years? <laughs> for real. When your own flesh and blood is an A's fan, and you just don't wow. discuss that. It was like, that's the weirdest. Uh.
2: He just popped that on you like, oh, you know what I he did, yeah. You know, Literally, that it,
1: all, like there was something about Sal Bando or something like that going on. He's just like, oh, yeah, I went to all those World Series games. Like, uh, what? Every,
0: every guy of that generation, I assume your dad's about my dad's age. Every guy, if you ask him about baseball in the 70s in the Bay Area, none of uh, them list another player first before Sal Bando. Correct. Every, I know. Everybody I know. loves Sal Bando.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. That's a crazy story.
0: Yeah, I talked 100. to a guy a long time ago. I forget <laughs> who he was. Worthy- ah. For
2: Farm. I'm Q, 43, so Hugh
0: <laughs> says this pot has been brought to you by Werther's Originals and <laughs> Pepperidge Farm. Um, Fantastic. Because Pepperidge Fantastic. Farms knows. Um, <laughs> I talked to a guy years ago. I forget what the situation was, but he was like an adult, you know, like not an adult, but like a 15, 16, 17 year old during that run in the 70s. And he used to talk about how you would just jump a chain link fence and sneak into the games. And he was same thing. He's like, I, I would cut school for a day game and go. And like, it's like, it's, you know, it is so ingrained in our personalities and, and everything. And these people have these stories to tell. And then I retell those stories, you know, or, you know, it's like, so it's like, it just keeps going and going and going. And just to rip that away from people is like, it's not in the interest of baseball. And that's why MLB should really be fighting this Vegas thing. With They should be given everything they've got to keep the A's in Oakland because it's not in the interest of baseball to be moving teams.
2: No. Mm. It, it, they always treat, you know, that. that I guess when I started, when, when Pod started, I was talking about the. They, they kind of treat the A's as like a vagabond, right? Because yeah. of that. But the Can't say thing was a waste. Like that was not right when they went there. So, yeah, they came out of Philadelphia and whatever. But, but here, they're. Like they, they're part, like I said, it's like a fraternity. Everybody and 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 it's all I don't know, it's sad. I, I just it cannot rip it away. It can't well
0: and with Kansas City, if I remember right, he was looking to move out of Kansas City almost the day they moved in. Yeah. So like it, they he never was. they never really got a strong footing in Kansas City. They never had a great team in Kansas. Like they've got all these World no. Series in Philly, they've got all these World Series in Oakland. They don't have anything to show for Kansas City, really. That's like right, a blip right. in the progress. But uh when they got to Oakland with the team that he brought, you know, a lot of them coming from Kansas city as rookies or whatever, but with the team that he brought and the character that he had and the mustaches and the white cleats and the green and gold and the stupid bunny behind home plate and Mrs. Fields dancing around the stadium, selling hot dogs and crazy George and all these things. It's like that guy say what you will, you know, he might've ruined baseball with the way he uh, pushed free agency and all that kind of stuff. But Say what you will about uh, uh, Charlie O, that dude knew how to make it fun. Yep, oh, yeah, you know, he understood that it was a game, and if you're winning games and you are having fun in the ballpark, everything else will just happen.
2: So, so piggybacking off of that, so right, that created that. Then, then the culture of Stu and, and Ricky, and and like I said, Mike Norris, all these guys were like they're all from here from yeah. from the bay area that culture and you, you do hear stew on the other pods and talk about how they used to go around and pick up trucks and pick up pick up everybody in the neighborhood so so that that culture of that 70s evolved to late 70s 80s well i guess they were 70 but you know what i mean that winning culture came created that then evolved into that inner city stuff and they created what we have, you know, I mean, what we grew up with, you know, I mean, I know, I know that Brock and say and all this in, but, but Ricky and, and Stu and that, I mean, it's amazing that, that, the, the culture that was created is yeah. unreal.
0: It's unreal. And then you've got the Billy ball era in the early eighties that is its own thing on itself and the money ball era. And like all these things It's like, there are so many aspects of this team's 55, 60 years, whatever it's been in Oakland. There are just historical important parts of baseball history, not just Oakland A's history, you know, franchise history, but just baseball history in general. You yeah. know, they, they're not making movies of many baseball teams, but, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah. And and that, no, that that's a really good point. Like, as much as I hate the movie Moneyball, <laughs> it's still a movie about the Oakland A's. <laughs> See,
0: I don't hate them. I like the movie Moneyball, but. I hate that people think it's a documentary. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like it's I like, like preferred it been a documentary. Yeah. it's yeah. like thirty. It's like thirty percent true, but as a movie, I enjoy it. You know? <laughs> as a work of fiction,
1: yes. As a work of fiction, it's phenomenal. But as a as Ace fans, like going yeah. into it and like you you can pick and choose like. Well that shit didn't really happen. Yeah. Our <laughs> like
0: that. Uh, Jonah wait, Hill didn't are, even are we gonna, exist. We're
1: we gonna talk about the big three on the, the big three Tahata. Yeah.
0: Dude.
2: Yeah. I know. It, it was great for Hatterberg.
1: Sorkin, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Either Howard Terminal, this is from Timothy, either Howard Terminal or that Las Vegas dump site. It'll be the first A stadium built for them since Shide Park, which is yeah. way before Jackie Robinson was even a player.
2: That's true.
1: That is such a crazy thought.
2: Yeah. That's true. Hm.
1: Shout out to Connie Mack. God. <laughs> Shout out. Cheap as hell, but that man at least built a stadium for his ball
0: club. <laughs> and the crazy thing, too, is like between. So the A's have been around for like 120 years at this point or whatever it is yeah. between Connie Mack and Steve Vucinich. There's like six years of A's history that didn't have one <laughs> of those two guys. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> well, let alone,
1: like how many, how many owners have the A's had in general? Cause it, it, it's Connie, it's Charlie O it's the Haas family or just Walter Haas Jr. Specific. Cause his kids just said, fuck that as yeah. soon as he died. Yeah. Um, shot. And the Fisher-Wolf era.
2: Hey, speaking of that, I just came across a thing from the 80s where you could buy into the ownership of the A's. I just came across the clutch. Yeah, it was $500,000 a share.
0: What what year was that?
2: 87. April 6, 1987. You could buy up to 12 and a half million in shares.
0: I had no idea they ever did that.
2: Me, either. I got the whole con. I had a guy, I got it off a guy's estate that is uh that was part owner in it.
0: That is cool. That is a cool document.
2: I had never seen this before, ever. Is- Just- I had
0: no idea they even offered that.
2: Yeah, they, they call them units, and it's five hundred thousand dollars per unit. You pay a hundred thousand dollars a year for five years per unit. well, per unit. So,
0: so you kind of uh like a timeshare s- s- setup.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a it's unusual. It's a very unique document. I've never ever seen anything. I have a lot of unique things like this, but nothing not not this. I'd never seen this before. How very, pages? very
0: for, for people that are listening to this after the fact, this is a thick contract that he's got here. Like oh yeah, look at it. Easily a hundred pages, right?
2: Oh, oh well over hundred pages. Yeah, it, a lot. I, it, I don't know how many in particular. I had, no, creative,
0: I had no idea they ever did that.
2: Me either. First time I've ever seen this. We lost Ben, I see.
0: Yeah, Ben has uh, disappeared. And uh, Timothy says Connie Mack with money would have made us the Yankees. I mean he almost did. They're the only team to have three consecutive yeah. series victories other than Yeah, me. they
2: They were pretty fantastic. I mean they had the best of the best players and everything. They were very good.
0: Well, I guess if he's not coming back, do you have any uh, last words that you want to share? <laughs>
2: not necessarily this is a great podcast or you know pod or whatever this is wonderful
0: yeah this was a fun one tonight
2: and, and I, know, uh, I know a little bit different but um i think it was excellent personally
0: oh ben just texted me he his phone went from 10 percent to dead within seconds <laughs> <laughs> no worries so we'll wrap up if uh if uh if anybody wants to be on it let me know. Send me a message either through Twitter or you can email me at uprooted, uh, at herohabit.com And, uh, we will do a recording next week with uh, a new panel of people. And you of course are welcome to come back anytime. This was fun. Yeah. And, um, thank you. And if you want to, if you want to just, uh, skip the lives, you can listen to it as a podcast, wherever you can download podcasts. And of course, but if you, if you join the live in the future, um, you can participate in the live chat, um, that we try to include in the show. So until next week, let's see what stupidness comes in the next six or seven days.
2: Well, next show I'll be be, uh, sucking on some Werther's (laughs) and getting my parents (laughs) farm. That's what we'll do. We'll
0: we'll replace, we'll replace the, uh, the, the drinks, the energy drinks and cocktails for mother's cookies and things from our youth.
2: Yeah, exactly. Cool. Very great show. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And I will see everybody else next week.
2: Thanks. Bye.